Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. Good morning, H-Town. Time to go to work. Good morning, everybody. It's Sports Radio 610. Glad to be here with you once again. I am Sean Bajani, and he is the General John McClain, presented by Horn Solutions, with you today until 10 o'clock. It was a lot of fun hosting with you yesterday, General Man. Looking forward to today. We have a lot of stuff, of course, as usual, to get to a ton of football. And I know you know every single playoff scenario in your head, frontwards <laughs> and backwards, right? Oh, yeah. I know it <laughs> inside and out. Thank you, Sean. I had a blast yesterday. You got four hours today. Look forward to it. I want to thank Ben, who makes it all possible. And uh, hopefully, people will uh, tune in and stick with us because we got a lot to talk about. Football, Astros, you always talk Astros, we'll talk Rockets. A lot of things going on in the world of sports. Uh, you, you mentioned our listeners and the interaction, so I've got the uh, text page working today. I tried to, you know, I'm here like very rarely, you know, in studio doing these shows, and so my, my login has not worked for like two years. <laughs> I said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to try it again today. It worked. Oh, good. It worked. So I got the text page up, and I went back just to see what people were saying and asking us yesterday as I was saying, hey, text in, and I couldn't pick up the text page. We got a really nice text message from a listener. It said, John, I just want to let you know how privileged we are to have you in Houston. You're the greatest, Well, thank down. you very much. So there you I, go. That's uh, very nice. I know you never get that stuff. Uh, I don't, <laughs> and I always appreciate it when I do. One of the things that I'm fired up this week is Texas Texas Bowl between Ole Miss and Tech is at NRG, and there's a lot of charity things around the the game. David Fletcher and his staff do such a great job with the bowl game. I picked Tech. I think Tech will beat Ole Miss, and I'm always for our Big Twelve teams. And I'm going to a luncheon today, and I got a dinner tonight. Nice. And then we have appearances tomorrow uh, before the game on the field when they introduce the new Gridiron Legends, and it's always fun because I get to hang out in a double suite with some of the greatest coaches and players in history. It's kind of like a Hall of Fame, and I never, never get tired of hearing stories from these guys whose careers go way back. Well, you're wearing your uh, Hall of Fame hat as usual. That's what I usually see you I wear in. that hat. I, during the pandemic, I had an old one, and uh, I wore it and on the on the Zooms. And uh, 
people one of the people at the Hall of Fame in Canton said, that hat, we saw you wearing it. It looks kind of worn. And I said, well, send me a couple more because I'll wear them. I used to stand behind a coach like Gary Kubiak mm-hmm. or Bill O'Brien when media would film them. And there I am looking over their shoulder wearing my Hall of Fame cap. My wife, Carol, said, you know what? You ought to get some product placement cap to wear that. <laughs> yes. I said, no, I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it because I'm proud to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And this cap's getting a little dirty, so I'm going to have to reach out to them pretty soon and ask them to send a couple more because I take great pride in it Yeah, and and uh, because it's the greatest honor I could ever have. I'm not surprised, though. Behind a great mind, there's usually a greater mind, and they're called our wives I'm not surprised at all by that. Behind every successful man, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yeah, fill in the blank sometimes. 713-572-4610 is how you can reach us and be a part of the program this morning. 713-572-4610. You can call or text the trailer wheel and frame text line. So you mentioned the uh, Texas Bowl. I always look forward to seeing the Gridiron Legends. Um, there was a press release, I feel like, not too long ago. Like, we saw who the Gridiron Legends are that are going to be Honored. Can you go through them? Do you know them off the top of your head? I know a few. I can pull them up if you yeah, can't Yeah, pull think. them up. I can't remember. The one I know the most, and there's a bunch of them. We've had a couple events that I'm so happy for is Santana Dodson, not just because yeah, that was he's one, a native yeah. Houstonian or because he went to Yates High School, but mainly because he's a proud Baylor Bear. Of course, he played for the Packers uh, when the Packers had a great front line. On defense, and uh, he's one of my favorite people. Warren Moon's in it this year. Warren's in it, and uh, Elmo Wright. Elmo Elmo Wright invented the end zone dance. Uh, he can't do it like he did when he played for the U of H <laughs> and the Chiefs. It's so funny when Elmo did that one time, and I remember it because he got a little attention. Nobody made a big deal out of it, and he scored, and he was so happy he just ran in place. Yeah, and you're thinking, oh, that's that goodness. Okay. What that ended up creating, the the best one locally. Billy White Shoes. Billy White Shoes Johnson doing the funky chicken. Ernest Givens doing the electric slide. And oh, the White yeah. Shoes, you know, when you you dance the funky chicken and then you do the splits, that's tough. <laughs> when, the, when the Falcons were in the Super Bowl, and Billy worked for him for years, he ended his career with the Falcons. And on media day, on a Tuesday, he was down on the field. And uh, all executives have to be on coaches and all, all players. So I went up, and Billy had a crowd around him, and I said, can you still do the Funky Chicken? And, of course, Billy, he comes back to Houston a lot from Atlanta for events because he's one of the gridiron legends. Yeah. And he always wears white shoes, and he, he was wearing a suit. I didn't think he was going to do it, and he did it in his suit. Didn't, uh, did you Very see that, impressive. Did you see that episode uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Peyton's Places? Didn't he have Billy White Shoes Johnson do that? And wasn't he trying to mimic him? Or am I just making that up in my mind? I don't remember it, but with all those Peyton's, Peyton's Places they've done, it certainly wouldn't surprise me. I didn't see it. Uh, the best, well, since you brought it up, the best one I've ever seen on there is when Brady and Peyton went to Jim Nance's house and the gate was locked, and Nance was supposed to be there. And so they're trying to figure out. Oh, they played golf in his backyard, you know, right? What yeah. The, what the gate code was, and they keep giving stuff. And then finally, Peyton says to Brady, try hello, friends. And it got him in. And 
<laughs> and I think this is Jim's house, and he had a par three in which they teed up high, yeah. and it shot down to the green, and then they're hitting his roof. Yes, I remember that was great. It is with Nance coming home and calling his security people and chewing them out <laughs> for letting two strangers come in and do what they did to his house. That was so great. You know, I, de- I guess I DVR all those, and one just recorded the other day, so I can't wait to see it. I haven't seen one in like a couple of years, but I binged watched all of those like in one day. That's and what even, I did after the first year. Oh, they're fantastic. I man. love anything Peyton Manning does. I ne- would never watch TV to watch a an analyst or a play-by-play guy, and I will for Brady just because yeah. it's $37 million a year. I'm interested. I'm hoping Brady will be like Aikman and a couple others. Pablum when he plays, but then when he takes on a new role, he'll be much better. I never thought Aikman would be good. People that covered him. Thought he would be terrible because Aikman never said anything interesting. Well, I don't think people in thought, his career. People didn't think Romo was going to be very good. Like before no, he, he, he nobody got thought he was going to set the standard. That's for sure. Yeah, because and Brady, you know what? Do what do you think? You think Brady will be? My wife say, thinks that that he's just going to drone on. I think he'll be man good, and I think he must have had some shows where they do him. Yeah, and he did them with one of the play by play guys and showed what he's capable of. I don't think they give him thirty-seven mil a year just because he's Tom Brady. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, it's hard for me to predict just because, like I'd said, I really thought Romo was going to be terrible, and it's all based off of like what you hear from his press conferences course, and things yeah. like that. And you know, I think I think Brady's really good in his press conferences, but keep in mind most of the ones that we hear are after games and. You know, he's very even keel. Sometimes he's a little bit more dejected, obviously, this year than others. But I don't know. I think he'll be good from explaining what's happening on the field like Romo. I just the inflection, the entertainment value there that Romo has. He's become a character, you know. I think that Brady will be opinionated because he's not going to suck at anything. Yeah. He just won't let himself. And I think if Peyton did it, I would watch whatever game he did every time he did it. That's how fascinated i am with peyton manning and and what he would do as a broadcaster because we see him constantly and he's great at everything yeah hey uh, just real quick i want to do these guys a solid todd dodge uh roberto garza ed jones and rodney hampton are the other uh members of the class of 2022 another houstonian great running back too tall jones lives in dallas but he comes down here for a lot of charity events Mm -hmm. it's like robert brazil Robert lives in Mobile. Vernon Perry, his best friend, Oilers Safety, lives outside Jackson. They come back here for just about any charity event you need. Robert's going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and I am doing a video to introduce him. Nice. And that's one of the things I'm going to tell people is how much Dr. Doom does for the Houston community. That's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to some of that. I look forward to everything you got going on, man. You'd you definitely got it going on. You can check John McClain out at gallerysports.com, of course. He does a lot of work here on sportsradio610.com, and you hear him here all the time, Monday through Friday, at various points of the week. John McClain, presented by Horn Solutions. I'm Sean Bajani, in for pain and Pendergast this morning. We've got you till 10. Coming up, we've got Jim Crane. Is he making a big mistake for the Astros right now? Big stories around the NFL. The latest on Carlos Correa. We've got all that and more coming up in the show. But next... The race for the number one overall pick is unfortunately a thing now. John McClain will help us navigate 
what the Texans are looking like over the course of the next few months. That's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. I'm Payne and you're Pendergast. Ooh, I could roll with that. <laughs> this is pain and bender, yes. I need more caffeine to be Seth, though, this morning. <laughs> like to have their money, wouldn't we? Ah, uh, yeah. And I know, I know, I know Seth has got some. He's too smart to have uh, blown through all the millions and millions that he made in his NFL career. Of course, he better stop trying to fix up that massive van that he's been talking about for so many years. That's probably a single. At this I think point. both those guys do really well, and it's always a pleasure being on. I'm on with them. Every Wednesday morning at 8 o'clock, and uh, I think they come back tomorrow. So you, this is you and I's second last day together. Are they back tomorrow? I don't know. They... I believe Sean told me that. We recorded our Utopia podcast yesterday, and I asked him, are you guys off the rest of the week? And he said, no, we'll be back on Wednesday. You know, for those guys aren't strangers to vacation. You know, they like to take their time, and they deserve it. Everybody does to a degree. The one guy that never takes vacation, I'm in for for the next three days, Wednesday through Friday, with Brandon Scott as Landry Locker. That guy never takes vacation. Yeah, I think he hates it. Um, he'd rather be doing nothing but just this, sitting in a studio talking sports. Now Landry likes to walk around with his cell phone on, recording himself talking <laughs> while he's walking. Yes. I think mean, one of these days he's going to be sitting on the toilet recording himself uh because uh, I retweet everything I see everybody do at the station. I retweet all Landry stuff too. But yeah, I think he gets ants in his pants and uh, and he would live here if he could. He lives close enough yeah, so well, he can get here really quick. Yeah, he does. Sean does. I think a lot of the guys do. And why not? Great area, man. I was driving around town uh, the other day. Where, where was I going? Uh I was going somewhere. I can't remember. It was in the area. And, you know, I guess Avalon Place, just not too far from here yep. off Kirby. Yep. And, uh, my God, the Christmas lights over there are amazing. Oh, I know. I was coming. I was going from here to Lopez's Christmas party, and it took me the back way because traffic, traffic was murderous on 59 as usual. And, my God, the Christmas lights over there were crazy. I couldn't wait to take my boy 
and have him see those. I think Houston does a great job on Christmas oh, lights. Do. Carol and I spend two nights driving around to certain areas, and uh, I'm I'm I love Christmas. I hate it when all the lights come down. It's kind of depressing when you get after the first of the year. And I like that Christmas comes early now. It used to be after Thanksgiving. Now it seems like it's before Halloween. But yeah. I, I love the Christmas season. Oh, yeah. Well, if you have to, I don't know about you, but I have to make frequent trips to uh, Michael's and Hobby Lobby throughout the course of the year. And so I notice Christmas decorations like peeking their way out in like September. Is that right? Wow. <laughs> and it's like, my God. It'll be all year round. It's not even soon. Halloween. <laughs> but, uh, Oh God! What was I? Getting? I I'll, it'll it'll come to me. I'll think. I'm of glad it. we had cold weather. I'm glad we had oh I Christmas know. weather. I was driving and thinking the same thing this morning, man. Like Christmas, like they need to keep the skyline just like this, like all year round. Maybe change the color of the lights or whatever. But I love how lit up it is. I mean, there's nothing better driving into the city, cool, crisp, clear morning and seeing that skyline. Man. I agree. I think all of our areas in Houston decorate yeah so much at Christmas. I tell people the only place I've been. In the country in December, that is that I like more as far as decoration and the lights would be Manhattan, and uh, and I've been to a lot of cities in December, uh, being on the road with the Oilers and the Texans, and and uh, you can't beat uh, other than walking down Fifth Avenue in December. Mm-hmm. There's no place like home. He's John McClain, presented by Horn Solutions. Sean Bajani in for Payne and Pendergast. So you know, speaking of this time of year. Uh, in the NFL, in that regard, I never understand, you know, the talking that goes on every season this time. Fans of teams finding themselves in kind of precarious situations, right, like Texan fans are. You know, they're on the verge of locking up or squandering, in this case, an opportunity to start the clock for the upcoming draft when the clock hits zero. April 27th, number one overall pick. It seems to be in jeopardy. You know, I don't know how this thing's going to play out. Lovey has his team playing you know, hard and better in recent weeks. I wanted, I was thinking about this coming in. Does the draft status of the Texans and Lovey Smith have a correlation? Does it depend on if they have the number one overall pick or not for Lovey to stick around? I think if they lose out, which they could, they could win the last two or lose them. It wouldn't surprise me if they don't clean house on the coaching staff and are an offensive uh an offensive-oriented coach, usually because owners go from from offense to defense. Seldom do you see two defensive coordinators as head coach in a row. But uh, the way they're playing right now, they've beaten Jacksonville nine times in a row. Jacksonville doesn't have to win this game to win the division. They want to win. They want their one five of the last seven. Trevor Lawrence has 14 touchdowns, one interceptions. One interception, they would like to break the losing streak to the Texans. It goes back to 2017 and give them a little more momentum for when they play the Titans at home in the last game. And if I'm the Titans, I'm starting Josh Dobbs over Malik Willis. Malik Willis just can't throw the football. Wow. He's not ready. Yeah. You know, that's what happens when you have a quarterback who uh, who's just not ready and has to play because of injuries. And it's like Trey Lance played one game his last year at North Dakota State. They wanted to showcase him. So you would think, naturally, he's going to struggle early like he did, like he did against the Texans in that last preseason game. And so um, I I believe that uh, the Texans get the number one pick. And for people to say, ah, it's okay to get number two, 
I'll say, talk to the Jets about getting the second pick when you could have had the first. Yeah. Do the Jets wish they'd won one fewer game? They could have got Trevor Lawrence to the Zach Wilson. Now, there were other great players they could have gotten. Sure. But when you, what's the, if you're not going to have the first pick, why have the third or fourth? Yeah. Well, and, you know, what, what does the scenario look like for the Texans in that regard? I mean, I wouldn't call it like necessarily a complete change of direction, but I mean, a, a pivot, I mean, it's a pivot at least, right? I mean, if, if you're Casario, you're probably thinking already like, all right, I know what we're doing here with the number one over, but we need a quarterback. It's Bryce Young. If you don't have that guy, presumably it would be Chicago. They've got, you know, fields. I, I don't know how in on them. They're in they on are, fields, but, and you would have to trade draft choices to get yeah. him because it'd be other schools wanting to trade up to get a quarterback. I mean, other schools, other teams. <laughs> Every team in this division needs yeah. a quarterback other than Jacksonville. And there's a lot of teams around the NFL that need quarterbacks. And, you know, Bryce Young, if he were six, really six foot, which he's not, if he were six foot and 200, it's amazing how an inch can make a big difference. If he shows up the combine, he's 5'11 and not 5'10, people will be giving this huge sigh of relief, which sounds ridiculous. And But if he were 6'6, six, six, mm-hmm. like Trevor Lawrence, or 6'4", like Andrew Luck, he'd be considered a generational quarterback because he can do everything. And if you coach him right today, if you have people that know what they're doing with a smaller mobile quarterback who can also throw from the pocket, you got to put good people around him. you got to coach them up. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there's so much more to go. they got to look. they got to do deep dive into C.J. Stroud. A lot of people think he's number one. And some have Will Levis from Kentucky, number two. And maybe he'll end up that way. Just remember, Sean, what they did in college doesn't mean squat when the draft rolls around. They don't admit that. But the fact is, if it did, they wouldn't need to see them in shorts and T-shirts and ooh and ah yeah, watching yeah. them throw against the air. That drives me crazy every year. I'm going to the Combine. Can't wait. I love the Combine with the Texans having – so many picks, it's going to make it even more interesting. But watching those guys and all the NFL Network broadcasters go, oh, look at that throw. Yeah. Somebody suggested one time put uniforms on them. Put them in pads <laughs> at least. Let me ask you a question. I didn't realize this until about five years ago. When the NBA measures them, they measure them in tennis shoes. Uh-huh. Why measure them barefoot? They don't play barefoot. I Well, I, I – Should the NFL measure I them in can, cleats? That's my argument around the house. You know, my wife says, uh, hey, you're not 5'8". I'm like, well, I don't walk around town barefoot. I got shoes on. I'm 5'8 in shoes. That's what matters, you and, know? Yeah, I think that would make <laughs> so much more sense when we're talking about Bryce Young being, say, 5'10 and a half. You put the shoes on him, and he's what? Get an inch and a half out of shoes? Yeah. Well, they all right. So they're calling him five ten, and I. Well, they're calling him six foot. They're saying he's six foot and one ninety four, but I'm told he's closer to five ten. Okay. And if he's five eleven, that'll be great. Yeah, I want to see that. People are being conditioned that he's going to be a lot, a lot shorter, but an inch and a half shorter than Alabama lets him. It's amazing, Sean, at the combine, how many guys shrink. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. They yeah. said he was 6'2". When when RG3, Robert Griffin III, was measured a lot, for whatever reason, people thought he was not going to be 6'2", and he was actually over 6'2", and they're like clapping. <laughs> He's John McClain. 
Uh, I'm Sean Bajani in for Payne in Pendergast. Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker joins us in about an hour. Insider calls brought to you by driveway.com. Car buying delivered on your terms and on your turf. Coming up next, go for it or punt. John McClain hands out some NFL awards. We'll do that next at Sports Radio 610. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Sports Radio 610, welcome you back. Good morning, everybody. I'm Sean Bajani. He is John McClain, presented by Horn Solutions in for Payne and Pendergast. They'll be back with you tomorrow from 6 until 10. If you'd like to be a part of the show today, though, uh, bring it, 713-572-4610, 572-4610. You can call, you can text the trailer wheel and frame text line. I've got it pulled up. It works, I promise. Uh, so we love the interaction there. Uh, we're going to do a little segment called Go Forward or Punt, McLean. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, yearly awards in the NFL, MVP, Offensive Defensive Player of the Year, so on and so forth. I've got some names pulled up, and I know you've got them fresh in your noggin as well. Uh, let's go with... Cream of the crop. Let's go MVP. We'll take that one off the top. Who is it for you this year? If Jalen Hurts does not miss another game, I won't think Jalen Hurts deserves it. But if he misses two games and other top candidates don't, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Overcame the loss of uh, Tyreek Hill, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. No matter who they put in, he leads the league in yards and touchdown passes. I will go with him. But I think Jalen Hurts... If he's able to come back, I wouldn't bring him back when Gardner Minshew threw for like 355 yards and played well enough. Yeah, keep him healthy. I would not risk him Mm -hmm. because they're trying to win the Super Bowl. But uh, I'm guessing he's going to be out, and I'm going to go with Mahomes. Well, they haven't officially ruled him out. I guess I think it was Sirianni yesterday said, well, you know, we'll see. Uh, Maybe you got to play the game a little bit if it presents itself to you like it does. He already sat out a week, you know, we saw the whole competitive advantage thing here for a hot second, you know, with Lovey Smith amidst that quarterback change. But I'm kind of with you. I think you have to give it to Mahomes if Hurts 
you know, misses multiple games. Where do you think Joe Burrow and um, Allen fit in fit into the MVP race? Right up in there. For yeah. some reason, Josh Allen was the favorite early. They struggled, quote unquote. They're going to have home field advantage in the AFC. Joe Burrow's been on a roll, seven victories in a row, but people seem to have it. Hurts, Mahomes, and then Allen, and then Burrow. And, and the way the official all-pro team is, you have an MVP and have offensive and defensive players in the year, and you have Justin Jefferson be offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson. That's my number one. Leads in yards, catches, has nine 100-yard games. I didn't realize that until I was looking at some of his numbers last night. I was like, holy smokes. Justin Jefferson, I mean, who else could it possibly be for offensive player of the year? Well, some voters... They take their MVP and make him Offensive Player of the Year, which is a cop-out. There's a reason you have two separate right. categories. It's for somebody who came up short in MVP. And you could put the other quarterbacks there, but I think Offensive Player of the Year to me is a non-quarterback. And Justin Jefferson is the best in the NFL who's not a quarterback. All right, Defensive Player of the Year. This seems like it was cinched up this past weekend in San Francisco with Nick Bosa. Do you agree? Absolutely. I know you mentioned Micah Parsons, though, yesterday. Yeah, that he's not deserving of it. You know, they've been trying to sell him as defensive player all year because he's with the Cowboys, because he got a lot of sacks. He got shut down against the Texans, Mm -hmm. where Nick Bosa has plays for the number one defense. Teams won eight in a row. He blows away Micah Parsons in every category, and he should run away with Defensive Player of the Year because he deserves it. Yeah, and I said he cinched it up this last week, and it was more so because I guess I meant a couple of weekends ago because Parsons was so ineffective well, he had against two the sacks Texans. This past weekend, yeah. so he's he's been consistent from start to finish. Bosa leads in sacks, hits, and is second in quarterback pressures this season. So you've got Mahomes MVP, Justin Jefferson Offensive Player of the Year, and Nick Bosa, your Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the year certainly looking like Damian Pierce could have been that guy a handful of weeks ago not so much now who's kind of your your favorite is there is there a runaway for you um boy I hate to have two guys rookies of the year from the Jets Garrett Wilson receiver from Ohio State's been terrific no matter who plays quarterback Kenneth Walker who uh Came off the bench and played well for Seattle, the running back. Mm-hmm. Then he got hurt and he came back last week. Damian Pierce was on a pace for about 1,300 yards. Yeah. And he didn't have a lot of touchdowns because they didn't get inside the five-yard line. One of his touchdowns was on a 75-yard run. But he would have gotten, I think he would have gotten a lot of votes. And uh, uh, But I think I think Wilson's going to win it. You know, um, we'll with Mike White. With Mike White back throwing the ball so much better than Zach Wilson, I think that'll boost his candidacy. And also, unlike the Pro Bowl, which I think now the Pro Bowl is not a big deal anymore, but making it being it's not the game that's played; it's being the stature of making it being voted sure. as a starter. Used to you had to vote early. You had players, coaches, and then they let the fans vote. I'm not for fans voting for anything. But uh, they made them do it with three games left because mm-hmm. they had to write out ballots and send them in and count them. And then when they go electronic, that's ridiculous. The official AP All-Pro team is voted on after the season. 
Playoffs don't count, just regular season, and all 17 games are played. And that's why players know that is the one that means the most. You know, uh, NFL.com does this thing every year where they get the uh, executives to vote on the yearly awards, and that just came out yesterday. I think Tom Pelissero published the uh, results. And all of them don't participate. Yep, and uh, you mentioned Damian Pierce. You think he would have gotten some votes. Well, he got got quite a few votes in the uh, uh, selections from the executives. Uh, see, that's see, ridiculous. Wilson, Wilson, he, 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 he didn't deserve to be, get votes considering how much time he's missing. He got five that's, votes. He's taking away votes for other from other guys that are play, went the distance. Chris Alave uh, for the Saints, their receiver, got six. And Wilson, kind of the runaway, um, with nine votes. You know, Wilson's had a tremendous year. He's setting franchise records up there for rookies with the New York Jets and leading, not not leading, but he's in the top ten amongst all receivers um, in yards and catches. So Changing quarterbacks. They've had three guys oh that they've played. Yeah, Flacco a little bit. White. Oh, four. I forgot about Flacco and that guy that played last week. Yeah. Uh, Streveler? Yeah, the runner. <laughs> Boy, what do you think what do you think about a duo quarterback system up there going forward with Streveler kind of used as a cockamamie uh Taysom Hill sort of type? Well, Flacco's now going to be the backup and Zach Wilson will be inactive for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And he's got to have a new zip code. They he, may get like a fifth or sixth round pick from him. Yeah. It, this very well could happen. If Garrett Wilson gets offensive rookie of the year, it seems like runaway that Sauce Gardner's going to get the defensive Rookie of the Year honors in New York. Targeted 59 times. I thought this was an interesting stat. Targeted 59 times has allowed just three, quote-unquote, big plays. I guess those are constituted for 20-plus uh, yards, uh, 20 yards or more. Leads all DBs with the highest pro football focus grade for the position and leads the league in pass deflections with, I believe, 16. He's had a hell of a season. Yeah, I worry with guys that have pass deflections means they're throwing at his receiver. I like guys who don't have any kind of stats because they never throw at him. And he's going to win it. I think that Tariq Willen from um, Seattle is going to get some votes yeah. from that part of the country. But Sauce Gardner, he's put in a system, unlike Derek Stingley, to line up, cover him all over the field. He's been fantastic. Jalen Petrie got a vote among the, uh, amongst the executives that participated in this. See, I'd like to see Petrie make the all-rookie team at safety. I think he will. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it's particularly how well he's played in the last, I would say, month, John, but particularly the last three weeks. He's Since looked so, so much better uh, as a tackler. I mean, he's a thumper. Um, and, you know, they were testing him quite a bit. I think at one point, maybe through like week nine, he was giving up the most yards when thrown at amongst all safeties. So he's really tightened it up a bit over the course of the last three, four weeks. Uh, coach of the year. Is this a runaway for you? Is it a race? What do you got? A lot of people, uh, I think Nick Sirianni of Philadelphia is going to win it. And they they were good last year, not great. The way their offense is balanced. It's interesting. He doesn't call the plays. Shane Steckin, their offensive coordinator, actually calls plays, which is rare for a former offensive coordinator who becomes a head coach. But he's done a tremendous job. They got balance. Allie Roseman gave him a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. He's done a lot with it. And uh, tell you what, Kyle Shanahan playing three quarterbacks. There you go. There you go. Eight wins in a row. And they've had other injuries. Like Debo Samuel's been out 
He's supposed to come back for the playoffs. Shanahan controls all personnel, which means he made that trade for Christian McCaffrey. And they've been able to overcome some injuries on both sides of the ball. And Brock Purdy is unbeaten as a rookie starter, seventh-round pick. It's incredible. The last player drafted. I think Kyle, I think it'll be a two-player race. At one point, I thought Pete Carroll will get a lot because of what he's done for Geno Smith and the Seahawks. But they've faded. And uh, the hottest teams right now are San Francisco and Cincinnati with eight and seven victories in a row. But I think it's going to be West Coast versus East Coast, East versus West. And I know Kyle, I'd love to see him get it. But And the Eagles have not had the hardships that they've had. So maybe Kyle will sneak in there. But I think that uh, Sirianni will get a lot of votes from the east it kind of sucks i mean shanahan's gonna get some votes as he should but it kind of sucks that you have to have you know these awards at this point in time because it's incomplete like let's see what happens with the eagles the last couple of weeks without hurts and sirianni the job that he does but purdy's still going to be the quarterback yeah these votes are done after the season okay okay okay. so all the all the pro all the official ap all pro team is done after the season unlike the pro bowl where they do it with multiple games left which is preposterous but I hope it's Shanahan, but I'm guessing it's going to be Sirianni. Executive of the year. Allie Roseman of the Eagles. Not just because he made the trade for A.J. Brown, signed him to a contract for $25 million a year, but his draft picks, other veterans that he signed to bring in to solidify weak positions, I think that uh, Howie Roseman deserves it. You know, some people will say a general manager – who doesn't have final say on personnel. Like Andy Reid always talks about his general manager, Brett Veach. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything Andy doesn't well done. Sean Payton ran his show. Kyle Shanahan has it in his contract. He has final say on personnel, so they may not handle the negotiations. But uh, give me a good old-fashioned general manager who works with his coach, and Howie Roseman has done a tremendous job. You know, some people might say the Giants, Joe Shane, his first year, or Brian Dable as a coach uh, of the year candidate. And he'll get some votes. But to me, you, there's nobody better than Sirianni and Kyle Shanahan based on what we've seen. Yeah, what do, what do you think about John Schneider, the job that he's done in Seattle? I mean, he pulled off the Russell Wilson trade, the picks Pete that he Carroll got Pete Carroll has all the say there, so he wouldn't deserve it. Now, when they do it, those guys will get votes. But if you don't have final say, I'm yeah. not voting for you. Yeah, I want the guy that has final say. That's like maybe the executive of the year. There were years it should have been Bill Belichick because he's running the whole show, making every decision. Yeah, yeah. And he never got executive of the year. People want a clear cut GM, and I think Roseman will run away with it. All right, final award. Comeback player of the year. Now, the, the the criteria here is you broke it down to me. Kind of like whatever you want. You don't have to be There's coming no back from injury. There's no criteria on the official AP All-Pro team. And that's why sometimes the, we voted for guys that started for a season but were much better than next year. Mm-hmm. My vote's Geno Smith. Geno Smith has played really well, voted to the Pro Bowl, and that meant that he was one of the three best quarterbacks in the AFC, according to the coaches, players, and fans. And I'm, I'm astonished. I thought Pete Carroll and John Schneider had lost their mind when they traded Russell Wilson and stuck with Geno Smith instead of going and getting another veteran 
are drafting somebody, and he's made them look good. And I think Geno Smith ought to run away with it. We think about Derrick Henry as a, a possibility to get some votes. Well, I mean, he played half the year, and he rushed for almost a thousand yards when he played. He came back in the playoffs. If I'm voting for an injured player, I want him to be out for like at least three quarters of the year. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure there's guys out there who are candidates, but I've been focusing on on Geno since early in the season when he played well. Kept thinking, well, it ain't gonna last, and it's lasted. So your MVP, Mahomes, Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson, Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, Offensive Rookie of the Year. You went Garrett Wilson, right? I went Garrett Wilson. Uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner, Coach, Nick Sirianni, Executive, Howie Roseman, and Comeback Player, Geno Smith. That's John McLean's Player of the Year Awards. And uh, I can't really punt on anything you said, to be honest with you. If I had, Sean, <laughs> I really if I had, you're spot on. Had one that I thought was borderline, it would be Shanahan with his with everything he's done with the injuries and taking a quarterback. You know, what would the Eagles yeah. be if Nick Sirianni had to take a guy behind Gardner Minshew and try to win with him? Ooh, man, yeah. And who's behind him? Do they have one? I think I one. I just don't know who it is. <laughs> Somebody was the backup. Uh, because I don't think when you're talking oh, yeah, about Jalen Hurts with his right shoulder, you can't put a guy out there considering it's his throwing shoulder. But I like looking at guys like that in those situations, like Trace McSorley in New York. Like I hadn't heard that name, and I can't tell you how long. And it was like, wow, okay. And he gets a little shot, and dude's got a little arm. Sure couldn't hit the broadside of a barn much of the night, but it was kind of fun to watch he him. He could not feel bad for teams having to use – Third-string quarterbacks, and that's why I felt terrible for Shanahan to lose Garoppolo, Garoppolo after Lance. And I'm thinking, okay, somebody who's going to win that division? <laughs> Fortunately for them, the Rams are awful. Seahawks aren't good enough, and Arizona's awful. He's John McClain, brought to you by Horn Solutions. Sean Bajanian for Payne and Pendergast. Hour number two coming up next. Could Jim Crane be on the verge of making a big mistake? We'll talk about it next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.